0: so anyway i told him like i'll get your money for you you don't have to worry about me ducking out and you know, and then as soon, of course, as soon as he let me go, I started running. But you know, they caught me down by the docks, and uh, you know, I had to, I had to take care of business. You know, I had to get, I had to,
1: you know, make the problem go away. So let me get this, let me get this straight. You took a loan mm-hmm. from. I've, I fucked it up already. Sorry, <laughs> right. I got nothing for that. This bit
0: doing it for you guys?
1: I was totally unprepared for that. <laughs> I, I we, mean,
0: we could we could start over if you want. Nobody has to know we're doing this.
1: Ah, uh, fuck it. Who cares? Are you sure. I
0: mean, I yeah. don't know, man. I got some good ones in the tank here.
1: <laughs> we'll leave it for next week. I think that's a good is, a good start, anyway. <laughs> the old fuck it, who yep. cares start. Little look behind the curtains there, people. Classic uh, Sequelize This uh, start. Hey! Hey, everybody. Hey, it's Sequelize This. Hey, looking We're... slightly more professional remember, this week. Remember how last week I said it was our 10th episode?
2: Yeah, it was uh, the ninth. It was
1: the ninth episode. <laughs> well, okay, it's technically the 10th episode, because it's a 10th yeah. total episode, but we don't count the first one. Yeah, Because it's kind of a havesy. you getting into that dude cast math, because we have the same problem. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but this is the 10th episode. This is the 10th one. This is uh, exciting. Getting to the old double digits. Yep. <laughs> just, old just as exciting as it doubles. was last week that I thought we were <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we were a little bit more professional this week. I got some some pop filters. Yep, so we don't have socks condomed over top of the microphone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Which now works. it's investing a little bit of money into, into this production. So losing even more money on, on yep. this podcast. But it's okay. We do it for... Well, we do it for ourselves mostly. Sure, but if if anyone else enjoys it, that's uh, just a side benefit. But uh, hey, ha- how you how have you been, Chris? Oh, God, tired, but yeah. uh, but good. But good. But good. Yeah, I'm am yeah. a little tired as well. You know, we uh, you know both <laughs> we're recording this after we've both had our work <laughs> yeah. days. Yes. Um, so but this should be I, th- I think it should still be a good podcast
0: yeah i think it'll be good
1: we got a really good movie to talk about this week we do one that we both really enjoy a lot yes. and that's the godfather part two classic coppola's masterpiece coppola's masterpiece uh so just uh you know regale me with with your experience watching The Godfather Part 2 this week and how you felt about it. Well,
0: like I said, you know, last week I I, I had the Blu-ray and I was ready and I just didn't fucking feel like right, it. Right,
1: right. Because you're just uh, a fucking waste of a human...
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sh- <Wow>. Jesus. <laughs> that ended, like, way harsher than I intended
1: it to. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yikes. Uh, yeah, alright.
0: just a fucking you just you just so suck worthless and you know bad at everything and no uh so (laughs) you know i like i said i just didn't feel like it last week uh so i did feel like it this week and i was all prepared to talk about it and i uh i opened up the blu-ray case and there's no blu-ray in there okay what was in there uh nothing. <laughs> it was just empty. Oh. But it's okay because uh like I said a couple weeks ago, yeah uh, our friend Dave also has a Blu-ray copy of it. Oh good, right. And it right. was in his basement. So right. I went over there to uh under the, buy one of the that. stack of bricks, right? It was under the stack of bricks. Okay. Here's the thing. What's that? Um it was under the stack of bricks, but it right. was also you know. Could cl- it, it was
1: in the case though. Like the You know, the protective plastic case that they put them in. It
0: was in the case. Uh Uh-huh. And then, you know, with pressure, uh, the case suddenly became no more.
1: So you mean to tell me... You mean to tell me. That that plastic case that comes in did not prevent any sort of damage from that stack of bricks?
0: No. Not only did it not prevent damage to the disc, it didn't prevent damage to my hands when I dropped... Three hundred and fifty pounds worth of solid bricks <laughs> under both of my fingers. Well, both, why, like,
1: why did you do that?
0: Oh well, I didn't do it on purpose. I
1: was, just, oh, I, okay. you know,
0: I went like I lifted them well, up with both hands, and yeah. I went then I like went to reach for the Blu-ray, and then I realized like, oh shit, I'm reaching for the Blu-ray. Nothing's holding the bricks up anymore. They <laughs> <And I> just <laughs> fell on top of my hands. So. Didn't you wonder why he had these big
1: bandages on? You know, I tend not to ask questions like that. Yeah, that's yeah. probably fair. Uh, I I assumed something way weirder. Yeah. So let's just be honest about no, that. I no, mean, we, uh, we not. I mean, this isn't that weird. So you didn't think to like take the, the the bricks off the stack from the top? What do you mean? Like, take take the the bricks, like so, not with the whole stack up at once. Well, but like take the bricks off the top of the stack and then you know, maybe make a new stack so you change
0: t- take the t- it's not important yeah so, okay. but what is important is i i didn't uh oh, I, I, I i didn't get to I didn't get to watch it
1: well that Sorry. sucks uh well you know something something similar happened uh to me is uh so i I sat down to to watch it um I was off all last week, so I had plenty of time to do so um sat down to watch it and You know, I'm watching it get through the uh, opening credits. You know, Francis Ford Coppola, you know, uh, his his masterpiece. Of course. And, uh, you know, some jack wagon pulled the fire alarm from my apartment (sighs) complex. Oh, great. So I had to, you know, pause it. Like, all right, how long is this going to take? And because you never really know if it's, if it's real or fake, you know. Yeah. Who, who, can, who can tell? So, leave my apartment, go outside, you know, wait for the fire department to show up, and they turn it off, and they're like, oh, was just a false, false alarm. I'm like, all right, cool, cool whatever. Um, you know, I get back up to my apartment, and my Blu-ray is empty. There's nothing in it. And it's uh, weird. It, well, I didn't think to lock my door when I left, because oh. I was like, you know, what's, what's the big deal? No one's going to be running in and out of apartment build- apartments, you know, when the building's on fire. Uh, so, you know, I, I get up there and then like the tray of my Blu-ray player is open and there's nothing in it. And, uh, I look out my window and like firefighter going into the fire truck, holding the Blu-ray of Godfather part two. And he's like, yeah, I got the Godfather part two. It's a steal. Oh, sh- uh, literally. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I literally stole it. Um, what a bastard that
0: hero first responder is! Yeah, what if?
1: Yeah, never trust a firefighter. That's, I know, never. That, my 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 parents always told me never trust a firefighter. <laughs> That's good advice. That's, yeah, I, I think so. So um, I called the cops on him. Yeah. Um, but they they told me that Blu-rays don't matter.
0: <laughs> I, I want you to know that was pretty good. <laughs> that was a long setup for it. <laughs> <laughs> for a joke that maybe only I and <laughs> possibly a couple other people who listen to this will find funny, but I, I, I solid. Why is me losing
1: my time. my precious Blu-ray copy of The Other Part Two so not. funny? Okay, it's not. Well, no. so, so yeah. Long story short, I didn't watch it either because I you know started watching it and then you know fire alarm and then firefighter stole my Blu-ray copy. Well, we're so just gonna have to find something to talk about <sighs> yeah again? well you know it, it, i was so upset i was like i really need a good movie to watch that i that i own. i still own it because for some reason it's the only thing he took uh maybe because he's popped in and he's like oh is masterpiece and he yeah. took it um of course so i was like shit i need to watch something with a lot of action you know really get this this get my uh my adrenaline going uh so i, I decided to watch mad max free road Oh hey, I actually watched that this week too. Okay cool. well so that that is a sequel so yeah, I, I think it's right. definitely worth talking about. Um, so yeah sorry everybody man we just keep running into problems uh, trying to get so got to get to Godfather of War 2. Uh, so I, I, we'll just table it this week again I'm really sorry to everyone who who wanted to hear us talk about the Godfather of War 2. We're, we're trying guys. you know we're trying. you, you can't make this stuff up. Uh, so just know that next week we're definitely gonna get to it. Uh, but this week, let's uh, talk about Mad Max: Your Road. Yeah, sure. Sounds
2: uh, good.
1: This this movie uh, is another example of a sequel being made you know, a long time after the the previous movie. Yes, a very uh, long time. This one kind of famously was in and out of development for for basically since you know uh, since Thunder Thunderdome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, George Miller wanted to do this movie, but the trouble is, like, while well, the Mad Max movies were like. Kind of cult classics. Yeah. They never really had an established like box office presence. No, they weren't huge. Yeah, and um, and, and they did get bigger like the farther the series right. progressed, but they
0: they were never like major major releases. Major, major releases? releases.
1: Yeah, and and so it was kind of hard to convince the studios to you know go for another one yeah another one another one um and and i think even george miller i i I was trying to i was doing some research before we did this he was was also kind of like just waiting for the right story to to write and things like that sure back into it and it just happened that (laughs) what is this like 30 years later uh we we finally get the the sequel to thunderdome
2: yeah
1: um and full disclosure, I had not seen any of the other Mad Max films before oh, this really? one. Yeah. This is my first introduction. Now again, I was again culturally aware of it. You know, everybody yeah. you kinda you kinda know the the touchstones of it. The you know his Ford Falcon yep. you know being like his like the hero car and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, you know, it's obviously takes place after the nuclear apocalypse and, and stuff like that. But you know Pursuit special. Yeah, yeah. So other than that, you know, I, I didn't really know much about these this series of movies, but Do, the good thing is I don't think you have to.
0: You don't. No, uh, actually, you really don't have to with uh, any of
2: them.
1: Right.
0: Um, which is cool. Uh, did you Did you a- happen to watch any of the other ones before you watched this? You know, I, I, I
1: still haven't. You know, okay. I I think I, I will at some point, and, yeah. and I, I, I I'm sure we'll talk about. They're They're good. They're yeah. actually better yeah. than they
0: have any right to be. Um, first one shortly after the apocalypse hits. There's a couple of people still trying to maintain law and order. Enter Mad Max and his uh, pursuit force in uh, what was rural Australia. Uh, second Mad Max, uh, Max's wife and kid are murdered at the end of the first Mad Max movie. Spoiler alert.
1: <laughs> Spoiler alert. This movie came out in the 70s. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so it's just him uh wandering around uh i'm trying to remember what happens in mad max oh he he meets a a gang of outlaws and he helps take down the leader then there's that you remember that little flashback at the beginning of this movie where they have the boy with the long wild hair yeah that's in the second one um the theme in the and the third one is the Thunderdome. So that's the right. one everybody remembers with the big battle dome. He runs into the leader. There's Isn't also, Tina
1: Turner in that one? Yes. <laughs> again, I know enough about these <laughs> movies to know like yes, you know what, what's important about them. The, th- the, the important thing one, is that Tina Turner is in the third yeah, one. <laughs> they're they're all pretty good. The
0: third one has a weird like section in the middle that doesn't do a whole lot. Um but it, it, they're good enough. And there's a theme at the end of all of these movies of Max just kind of, like, off by himself after everything is resolved. Um, but, yeah, that's, I mean, like, all that catching up I just did for you guys, you didn't need it to see this movie. That's one of the cool things about Yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah, I, I think oh. that, and, and
1: I I think, you know, watching it again, because um, I, I watched it in the theater when it came out. Yeah. And then I, I, you know, as soon as it was available on Blu-ray, I bought it because yeah. it's such a good movie. It is very good. Um, you know, they, in like the first like two minutes, they basically tell you everything you have to know. Yeah. Uh, and it's a really good introduction to his character. Um, and I also like that. <laughs> so, again, like maybe one of the most iconic things about his character is. It's his leather jacket and yep. his car. Yes. And he loses both of those, like, at the very beginning of the movie. Yes. Uh, so the
0: thing is, it's weird because he's got them at the start of this movie, but uh, he loses the Pursuit Special in the second one. Like he, The Pursuit Special gets fucking wrecked. Oh, really? Yeah, and he... Uh, persu- I presume... It's been a while since I've seen... It's been a while <laughs> since I've seen Thunderdome, but I don't think he's got it for Thunderdome. I think he's... Uh, if I remember, the start of Thunderdome is him with you no know, he's still got the car, but it's being pulled by like a team of eight camels. Oh, weird! That's, that's like how the Thunderdome starts. So maybe, maybe he found a way to fix the uh, the last of the V 8s Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's nice to see it again. Don't get me wrong, because it's so super iconic, and that's yeah, probably a yeah. huge reason why they they put it in the in the movie. Um, but yeah, I, technically speaking, I don't think they ever officially resolve that because he, like, the car gets fucking wrecked at the end of uh, Mad Max 2.
1: And, and maybe this isn't even a direct sequel either because it yeah. is, you know, it is using a different actor. Yep. Uh, obviously, it takes place, like, it came out way after the last one did yes so maybe it's just like it's another story in the mad max world a
0: different less anti-semitic actor
1: (laughs) right right (laughs) uh and and so we have we we have a return of tom hardy to this this podcast fucking love Uh, tom hardy yeah wait we didn't talk about him before didn't we i don't know why i thought return to tom hardy Hmm. he wasn't in any other ones we talked about
0: no, I guess not. Maybe because we were talking about Batman and we talked yeah, about a little yeah, yeah, right,
1: right. But yeah, Tom Hardy. He's a uh, he's, he's one of those actors really good dude. He's really good in everything I've seen yes. him in. Even like the bad movies that I've seen him in, he's yeah. just like he steals he the show, kills it. Um, I think I think Tom Hardy's performance
0: in The Revenant is the best movie villain I've ever watched in my life.
1: Yeah, you you say that a lot. It's and I, fucking incredible. It's yeah. so good. I still don't want to see that movie because I know it's a very very depressing feel-bad movie feel-bad movie of the summer <laughs> there's like hardly a time that I'm up for that sort of thing yeah it's tough um, but I know I know it's good I'm sure it is but it is very it's just good. Uh, a little hard for me to justify gave, going to see gave Leo it no the,
0: Osco, uh, the Osco the Oscar. <laughs> Oscar. They gave Leo the Oscar, and s- I know I make this joke a lot, but this is not a joke. They fucking snubbed Dom Hardy.
1: Famously snubbed. Well, no, yeah, but actually actually, like, snubbed. legitimately snubbed. He crushed that role. And, and I'm glad you you mentioned that. So, Because speaking of Oscars, this was actually yes. nominated for Best Picture it the Year. It was.
0: How weird is that? Well, the
1: thing is, like, they expanded the Oscar field to 10, yeah. or the potential to get 10. And and it, it is the reason why they did it is so they could get um so so you, know, you don't
0: end up with a movie like crash winning best picture or
1: even just so you have better representation from or sideways yeah from from movies that you probably wouldn't see in the oscars otherwise yeah. uh but yeah like <laughs> and and honestly i i don't disagree with this being nominated for best picture no, i don't either it's very uh good. it's just it's just a really good movie all the way through story's good set design's good yeah acting is good yeah uh, a lot of the the stunts were like actually done. Yep, you can well, tell. Most of the effects were practical, which you is just tell. really really cool. Yep. Um. But yeah, I mean, let's let's uh, get a little bit further into it let's here. Let's do it. So yeah, it's beginning. Of, at, right at the start of the movie. You see uh, Max Rockatansky. Yep. And uh, he's talking about how his world is fire and blood. Yep. Uh, and just kind of introducing you to the character. His dead may
0: never die. Sorry. <laughs>
1: So, yeah it's basically interesting to see the character it's so again it's nice if he hadn't seen any of the other movies getting introduced to the character this way uh and he's like clearly a little deranged uh, yes you see like he's he's standing next to his car like on this this uh like desert mountain area and he's just taking a taking a little taking a big old piss yep a little whiz out there um and a uh a lizard like crawls up next to him and he just fucking stomps it Yep, and then proceeds to pick it up and just bite its head off. Yep. Uh, and it's just a really good introduction to his character. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you, you can learn a lot just from this quick little, this little interaction you get with him. It's like, Oh yeah, this guy is uh he's a little crazy, yep. but he'll do whatever it takes to survive. So it's interesting here. Like I have,
0: to, I have to, this is one of those where I, I even though it's inconsequential to this story It's a nice little setup for this story. The one nice thing about the Mad Max movies is that every single one, you see a very clear and uh, linear progression of what the world looks like as it's falling apart. Okay. So Mad Max 1 is uh, oil and water are running out, and there's been wars over. Oil runs out, basically, is what happens. And that's the setup, and there's been gigantic wars fought over this and now humanity is left trying to pick up the pieces by mad max two water is running out and humanity devolved into gangland like you know what i mean little little desert gangland. by mad max three everything is very tribal and uh you know think desert on tatooine like you're gonna get fucked up you know, bringing it back to Star Wars, baby. <laughs> you uh, didn't think yeah. we mentioned it, but we did. But you see this very clear and ever-present de-evolution of humanity through each of these movies, and so much so by the time that we get to this one, it is full post-apocalypse. Yeah, which All isn't right. always the case in the the other movies. You see it s- slowly fall
1: apart as you. Yeah, because this that. is this is full on. Yep post-apocalypse on this one by
0: this point everything has completely
1: devolved yeah yeah yeah. um and yeah it's as far as like the the gangs it's very territorial yes you know you get to see a little bit later like each of the different gangs in this area and i like that you know we'll talk about this in a little bit but um how each one is kind of like even their vehicles have a distinctive style they wear very distinctive clothing Um, even some of them have like speaking a different language. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it's just, it's really cool. Just how they kind of, and I, I think we're, I mean, we'll definitely talk about this more in this, this review, but um, the way that they, they world build in this movie is, I think it's one of the best ways That's to it. do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't, you know, beat you over the head with it. Nope. It's, uh, and, and again, like it, it's interesting to me, wondering how much of that has, is, is coming from the older films and how much of it is new for this one. No, they they t- they don't
0: really they kind of show you most of it. Yeah. They give you like little aside if I, and it's been a while since I've seen it's
2: been a while huh?
0: <laughs> since I've seen the uh the originals but uh as I recall they kind of just show it to you. Yeah. They All don't right. really like ha- hammer you over the head with exposition. They kind of just this is what's happening. Here's what it looks like.
1: But what I mean is, like, I wonder how much of it, how much of that world building is carryover over from the, the first three. Or is it all, like, new stuff for this one?
0: Um, you mean as far as what, like the gangs and tentatives? yeah, yeah, stuff like that, right? So that is a constant and ever-present theme in Mad Max. Yeah, the from the plot of the very first movie, it's a, a rogue gang. the The force that uh, Max is a part of is like the last police force. They're the people who are trying to maintain order right. in this post-apocalyptic world as the gangs are starting to form. And people are, uh, you know, starting to rise up into these little sects. By the time um, the second one rolls around, it's, it's tribal. And by the third one, by the time Thunderdome rolls around, it's like primitive tribal. Got it. Okay. So that's, you know, where we're at now is like wide space in the Australian wasteland. Very, very... Small subsects of of people who are you know tribally surviving with you know leaders and such. got it
1: okay yeah I mean but that that's that's interesting so like yeah this is one example of of like you know you you could gain a little bit of uh, yep. knowledge from seeing the other ones but you really don't need to you don't yeah um, you
0: really don't they do a very good job of explaining it to you in the first three minutes of this movie
1: yeah yeah and basically right from the right from the jump so as soon as like we see him. You know, standing there, he's like eating this lizard. Yep. He uh turns over his shoulder, and you can hear the rumbling of, of cars yes. coming towards him. And uh, he immediately jumps it into his interceptor and and starts you know gutting it. Mm. But uh, oh no, yeah, like this. I know we talked about this in, in like our oh, Star Wars yeah. reviews. This is a movie you want to watch with a good sound system, yes, turn it up annoy your neighbors. Wow. Cause like this movie sounds incredible. It's so good uh, from the sound effects to the music, everything yep. in this movie just sounds great. Yep. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it's always great to hear some really like throaty V eights. Oh, yeah. I'm a big car guy. And that's something that I, I you yep. know, you always like. Um, and there's a lot of it in this movie. Take your wives and your girlfriends to this movie. They're
0: going <laughs> to love it. <laughs> Women love loud cars.
1: Well, yeah. If, if anything, if I mean, obviously, that's why so many, uh, you know, truck boys like yeah. to rather their engines and stoplights and stuff. It really yeah. works. It really works. Yeah, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's it's he takes off and he's like, and then you immediately see just a, a, a gang of vehicles chasing after him, and uh, what you get what the first of many chases in yes. this movie, um, where. Uh, they like basically immediately take take down his his car, yeah, and capture him, yep, um and
0: waste no time.
1: yeah, it yeah. really does it really doesn't waste any time. so like there's this
0: setup scene, and then he gets captured, and then it's basically one solid forty five minute block of scene,
1: yeah, yeah, which is awesome. It's really, really cool. it it, it does a good job of kind of leading one element into another like setting up you know why why am i seeing this okay this is why and then just immediately bringing to the next point uh, of the movie and it's just it's a movie about fast cars and this movie does not
0: slow down
1: yeah it really doesn't (laughs) there's a a couple moments where you get to have a little bit of breather yep but um it's all in the interest of moving the story forward as well which is great um it's it's a very economical i think and how it how it does the stuff uh, and you get to the scene of like the, they, they capture him, and uh, you know you get the scene of like they're they're tattooing on his back that he's a he's a universal blood donor.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and you're like, okay, well, why is that important? And then you later see that he's uh, like strung up and he's uh give, like giving blood to uh, one of the the soldiers of yep. this this clan or whatever uh, what they call they them? call them blood boys blood boys that's yeah. Um, no, War Boys. War Boys. War Boys. It. Yeah, yep. they uh, they call, call, and they call him Blood Bag. Yeah, <laughs> he is hence
0: known as Blood Bag for the rest of the movie.
1: Yeah, to to awesome. so one of the characters. Yeah, and uh, so, but that that's why that's important. Um, and like while while this is going while while he's getting this like tattooed on his back, he like wrangles out of it and like escapes for a minute. Yeah, and then you get this really like good chase scene, which like does a good job of, of letting you see the inside of this compound where they're yes. at um and kind of introduces you just so it's like some of the like some of the themes you're going to see like yep. throughout it yeah it's um, ba- it's this
0: big large compound and we find out as the scene progresses that it's uh burrowed into the side of a cliff face a yeah very tall cliff face
1: right right um, and then there's also, and then you get this brief moment where he's like jumping up through like a grate in the, on the ceiling, and you see all this green. Yes. And it's like, wait, what? That's mm-hmm. that's interesting. And then you later find out that it's because they're able to draw water from the ground, and like this yeah. is the only place where there's actual like water in this entire like mass, uh, which is really really interesting. Um, and and yeah, so like you get this crazy, I I don't know how much of this stunt was, uh, like how much of it was, was fake, but he like jumps off a cliff and grabs onto this like chain, this chain, this hook that's, that's out there. Um, and it's, it's crazy. It's, it's just like, again, it's just immediately from the, from the jump, uh, it gets your, your blood going uh it's just a really fun little action scene to start it off yep. and then he, he, once he jumps onto that that hook he has nowhere else to go and they pull him back in and yep. then that's when he gets turned into a blood bag yep um and uh then you are introduced to i would say the protagonist of the movie mm-hmm. uh and that's that's furiosa yes played
0: yeah, by Charlie their funny thing about uh this mad max movie max is like much like uh, James Bond and Doctor No, uh, Max is almost in, inconsequential to the story. Well, it, he 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 helps out a lot. He helps out a lot. He helps facilitate the 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 you know what's happening. Um, but Furios is really the star of the show here. Yeah, uh, Charlize Theron fucking kills it. dude. Yeah, she's
1: really great. Again, she's great really in she's everything. Um, and she's really really good in this. Yes. Um, and you know you you get introduced to her uh, driving this gigantic big rig um, the, they call it the war rig the war rig which yeah. is really cool and um, you know the, you get introduced to her like you see the the big war rig come down and she's she's driving it and then from there it pans up to like the top of the the, the cliff there's a big opening yeah. and there's there's the villain Yep. Uh Um. Morton Joe. Morton Joe. yep. Who is basically the uh, cult leader slash fascist leader of of this uh, of this city? He's the guy who has the water. Yeah. He's he's in control of the water, but he's yep. also it, it goes beyond that because he's 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 brainwashed all these people yep. into thinking that he's almost it's almost some like it's like he's some sort of god, you know? Yep. Um. The the control that he has over the people that live there it's it's you know on that level you know basically um you know all the women are his and uh you know all the all like every person who's born is is his child uh and and that's not even exaggeration it's you you kind of get the impression that most of the people there are (laughs) from him yeah uh which is uh kind of disturbing in a little way yeah Uh, which also explains because he he's pretty rough He has like a like a breathing apparatus uh, and and, and you can see his skin is it's probably like a radiation poisoning Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, because I mean, this does take place in like
0: a post nuclear environment. Yeah. Yeah. And we see some of the characters with some growths and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's it's like a lot of the a lot of his cronies have like serious birth defects and and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's it's just interesting that he is obviously very weak And yet he still holds like a tight control over this, this group of people. Um, and it's just a really interesting dynamic. Um, but you see, you know, he's basically, you know, giving his blessing to this, this, this war rig, uh, to trade supplies, you know, with them to the other two like big camps. Yeah. Uh, so they are sending water and what they call mother's milk, which is breast milk, breast milk. Yeah. Uh, to uh, trade with Bullet Town and the gas farm yeah. uh for bullets and gas. and gas. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of get introduced to this this dynamic of, you know, they're they're, you know, individual societies, but they are they have to rely on each other to survive in this, this world because yeah. you know, you're you're gonna need bullets gas and gas. bullets, yeah, yep. if you're gonna survive in this wasteland and, and you they're know, gonna need something to drink. They're gonna and need get water, fat. yeah. 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 So um it's it kind of establishes this as a really interesting dynamic between these three um classes of of you know not not classes but uh societies classes <laughs> uh and yeah so you you see this happening and uh you know Charlie's Theron is is driving the war, the war rig one armed Charlie's Theron Yeah yeah sh- what it, her left arm from, like, the elbow down is is gone. It's and, a very primitive, yet uh, sophisticated prosthetic?
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it, like, it's old school. It's kind of uh, hem-hawed together, but uh, it operates really, really precisely.
1: Yeah, a well, little kind of steampunky. Yeah. But not steampunk. It's, you know, obviously post-apocalyptic, but... Yeah, same yeah. thing. But it, it's, a, it's a cool-looking prosthetic, for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, that that is one of the the few like CGI things, obviously. in This movie is like I know for the entire movie Charlie Saren had like a blue half sleeve over the, her left arm to yeah. you know so they could edit that in later, um, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's cool because you know she you later to get to see her use that prosthetic in in some cool ways. Yes. Um, but yes, yeah, so, you know she's she's driving the war rig, and they get pretty far out and far out. Uh, her, dude! Yeah. and after you know they sent the signal up to let the other two places know that she's on the way uh she takes a detour she goes off course she, yeah
0: makes a hard left and
1: uh, yeah and then uh you know they they kind of are are, are viewing him viewing her on a telescope and uh they they notify a Morton Joe about it. Yeah, I you, his sons. I uh, right, know, one I'm of like, his sons who's you know gr- grotesquely disfigured. Yeah, um, I don't know how they found this guy. I don't either. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, yeah. He, he, I mean, he's clearly a little person, but they made him look very uh, shorter than I think he actually is, and very
2: it's slug- almost like you know. Sluggish.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost like a. a a, a premature born child, yeah. and yet they still grew up to be like in their forties. Yeah. It's a really weird uh, thing. It, it's it's again it's it's it is grotesque, and I'm not trying to be like mean or anything, but it it, it kind of, I think it's on purpose. Obviously, yeah. to kind of make you feel uneasy. Yeah. Um. And and again, a lot of his his uh you know war boys and other people around him are have some pretty grotesque deformities and stuff yeah. like that. But again, I think it's just to, you know emphasize the fact that, you know, it's, you know, a guy with pretty severe radiation poisoning and he's the one giving birth to all these people or, yeah. or impregnating all these women. So the kids are going to be pretty messed up, too. Um, so, yeah, it's it's it's, you know, that that's the sort of thing that it's a, a both identifying who these people are and uh, just another like bit of world building that, you know, is just shown and not told. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he spots the war rig taking this this hard left, yeah, and um, you kind of get you know, uh, Furiosa's like second in command. It seems like who's like you know helping her out on the war rig, kind of climbs over climbs over to the uh, the cabin and, he, and he's like, "Where are we going? Like, why are we taking a, a left?" Mm. And uh, she she doesn't really answer him.
0: No, she gives him an eye answer like, "Hey, w- we're not getting we're not getting gas and bullets and." He's like, oh, all right. and he goes back and he like, it's cool because one of the big things that you see in this movie is people climbing across cars and, yeah. and like over over trucks and, you know what I mean, like as they're speeding along. Right. So he kind of like climbs back down the rig and lets the rest of the party know that, hey, this isn't the mission that they said it was.
1: Yeah, because it, it is a caravan. So you have the war yeah. rig and you have a couple, you know, uh, vehicles assisting her. Um yeah.
0: But as far as they know, like, it's just something that they're keeping secret from the rest of the
2: people.
1: Well, and, and I think it's... I think the situation is more just that because you kind of get the impression that Furiosa is not to be questioned. Yeah. Like, she is high enough up in standard, standing in rank, or if however they, they decide that sort of thing, that, um, you know, you're not supposed to question her. Right. So if she says, we're going left... We're going. we're going left yeah. yeah um and and obviously she knows something that we don't um so they just they just go along with it um which i i think is really interesting that they kind of defer to her yeah instead of trying to like you know put them back on course right and uh so at this point it's it's they kind of Morton joe kind of d- realizes the, the the jig is up something's not right yeah. here and he uh you know what's the word of what's the word, uh, word like the of troops yeah like gets the troops yeah gets, gets <laughs> sounds going. the alarm yeah basically yeah, yeah yeah um and you know he he wonders why she's doing this yeah and he uh he kind of quickly it's almost like he as if he already knew like why she'd be doing this yeah and he goes to where his his prize Ugh. uh breeders he that's what the he, breeders, he calls them yeah, breeders, to as breeders um are, are kept and you know he goes to this room where there's a bunch of you know beds strewn about, and uh, this this older woman who's kind of her, her the the you know probably the mother figure to these these women. Yeah. Uh, and she just has a shotgun. Yeah. And uh, he like walks in there, and and obviously the like all his quote unquote breeders are gone, and uh and and you can kind of get the impression that they left with Furiosa. Yep. And they're they're going somewhere else. And again, you get this great scene where like this this older woman is like facing down Mort Joe with a shotgun, and she still can't even you know pull the trigger on him yeah. until you know he, it's too late. Basically, he he overpowers her, and then um, you know gets gets the information out of her that he needs to chase after you know through yep. Yosa. We get this cool suit up scene too. From yeah, the, yeah. The War Boys grabbing
0: steering wheels off of a big like pile of them
1: yeah it's like um what's what's the word i'm looking for it's it's, it's, it's almost like, a, like a shrine yeah right you know to to the and, and again you get the impression that like you know because cars are are so important in this universe it, yeah. it's, it's they're almost like mythical objects uh you know which is why they you know they kind of value like the v8 you know so much and all yeah. that um and yeah they, they pull these steering wheels off this this shrine to you know auto motion and uh you know they they're like running through the the halls and it, it what i think one thing this this movie does like uses to great effect is the um like under cranking the camera yeah to get like this really like fast fast motion that you're like you're you're missing frames of information so it, it not only is it faster but it looks more chaotic because yes. you're you're not just speeding up the uh the actual information you're taking away frames and actually making it faster so you get this like herky jerky like really fast motion they use this a lot in this movie to great effect and this is one scene where they do that where all the you know war are like running through the hall to get to their vehicles and uh this is where we meet another one of our our main characters uh nux who i was watching and i was like oh wait here's another tie-in with the last movie we watched because uh, he uh, played Beast in X Men: Days of oh, Future Past. Oh, you fucking kidding me! No, yeah, you know that. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Awesome. I, yeah, didn't yeah. Know that. Uh, I I couldn't remember his, no his name last shit. week, and I still can't remember his name this week. So I'm gonna look it up again.
2: Robert
1: Pattinson. <laughs> uh, but he's he's great in this movie. Uh, General Pattinson. He plays uh, the character Nux, who is a war boy. Yep. Um, and and it, we meet him because he's you know in this hallway while. Everyone's running by, and, um, and he has Max as his blood. bag. Yeah, Max is his blood bag. <laughs> yeah. Blood bag. So it's, again, it's kind of it all comes together. It's like poetry at rhyme. like poetry. It uh, and uh, he ha- he kind of meets his. Um, so it's it's like basically every car has a driver, and then someone who is like manning the weapons, essentially, uh, and and also helping like. Repair the vehicle, like, during the, the trip and things like that. Uh, Nicholas Holtz yeah. is his name. Um, again, he's a really good actor. I've, I've, I've seen a few things he's in, and he's good in all the stuff I've seen him in. Um, but anyway, uh, he sees his... I forget what he calls him. He's, like, running through the hall with his steering wheel. Yeah. And he's like, wait, that's my wheel. It's like, you can't even... And, and, and because he's, like, tied to this blood bag, he's I like... Think, I think he's called a black thumb. I think they call him a black thumb, like a the wrench guy. Okay, yeah, oh. all right. Uh, and... He's like, what do you mean? You're not going to drive. You can't even stand up. Cause yeah. he's like currently getting a blood infusion from <laughs> Max. Uh, and he gets this great little scene where he like, he basically stands up to him and like headbutts him like yeah. really hard. And he's like, no, we I'm going and I'm taking my blood back with, with me. Uh, Cause I need to be out there that badly. Yeah. Um, because again, like essentially they all want to be noticed by Morton Joe because you kind of get the sense that they believe that he's the only one that can grant them access to Valhalla. yeah, uh, which again leads into that kind of like that religious aspect of of who they kind of think of Morton Joe is. Yeah. Uh, so any chance that they can get to prove their worth to him, they have to take yeah. it um this guy is basically my favorite character in this whole movie he's really good he, he's so good he has a really good like story arc yes um and it's 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 really it's a very interesting yep. character um and a movie with a couple really good story arcs i think yeah is my favorite yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's really good so you know he he they, they pull max down uh because he's like tied to the ceiling Yep. <laughs> so they can get the blood out better he's like tied to the ceiling they, they pull him down down and they strap him to the front of Nux's car on this like pike, and yep. it's it's a great visual too. So you yeah, have this get
0: this like metal mask. On. Yeah,
1: yeah, because because you know he's he's crazy, and, and they have to put this, they have to put a muzzle on him, or else he'll he'll find a way to get out. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> so they like put him on the front of the car, uh, and he's he's just out there like chained to the front of it, and the whole time he's like cursing under his breath and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, he doesn't get very many lines in this movie, but I think half of them are when he's yep. attached to the front of this car yep. <laughs> because he's just pissed off the whole time. Uh, <laughs> I, I think one of my, my favorite lines he says during this is like, "You took my my car, now you're taking my blood." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's just this is really good, and uh, so they, they they chase after Furiosa, and you get to see the whole. Like, all the War Boys and all their, their, their vehicles and then uh, Morton Joe's car and stuff like yeah. that. And, and it's great because all these vehicles are just mishmashes of, you know, existing cars. But they've been heavily modified Welded to... Together yeah, well yeah. together with other, other vehicles to, to, you know, suit this landscape. Um, you get, this are really cool. I think Morton Joe's car is, like, one of the coolest ones. It's like yeah. this, this old, like, Oldsmobile, like from the from the fifties or whatever, but it's like is, is this the one that's on the? Uh, it's like a monster truck. Yeah, it's is. like it's basically on a monster truck. Just kind of like stuck to the top of it, and it just looks awesome. Yeah. And um, so you get this really cool like every everyone's got their individual uh, vehicles, and then it, in this mix you see Max's car amongst all of them as well because they, they stole it don't forget about the
0: giant wall of speak the blind guitar player oh
1: dude you know I was getting <laughs> to that come on yeah and, and amidst all of it is is this this vehicle with it's just these giant uh, speaker walls and a guy strapped to it with a double neck guitar he has that shoots combo, fire a combo bass
0: and guitar
1: yeah double neck it's, yeah. It's, it's shooting shooting flames out of the top of the necks yeah and he's like bungee corded in, so he's like bouncing around all over the place. And he's he's you know basically leading them on this yeah. this this quest. This is like their equivalent of war drums. He's just it's, yeah
0: he's thundering along it's on the face. Badass. It's fucking badass, and it sounds so good with the roar of the engine. Yeah,
1: it's and, so 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 cool. Uh, and yeah, you, you, you know, he has like a blindfold around his face. Yeah. He's, he's like really pale skin. I yeah. mean, granted, all the war boys have like really pale skin, mm. uh, but this guy seems extra pale somehow. Yeah, yeah he, he, I think he's blind. Right? Like he doesn't look like he has eyes. Oh yeah, right, right. Um, he's just he, he's just there because it's cool. Like he's, this, got, he's got this
0: Motorhead, <laughs> let me kill Mr. Bass tone. That's just like hammering through all this you know uh, engine roar and stuff and it just sounds so fucking cool
1: yeah it really is and it, it's, it's a really clever way to bring uh, like diegetic music yeah. into uh, the movie which it, it, it kind of that's a that's a filmmaking term yeah
0: Dianetic music <laughs> Music for Scientologists.
1: Basically, the it's yeah. I don't need to go into it. It's it's just, you get the soundtrack of the movie yep. and the characters are as it's it, happening. As it's happening, and it's just very cool. Yeah, uh, very cool. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they the chase is on. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're after uh, Furiosa, and then you know pretty quickly, like they they alert um, because you know the the gas farm and and or wait. What is it? Bullet Farm and Gas Town got those mm-hmm. mixed up. Yep. Bullet Farm and Gas Town, you know, they obviously need this water. Yeah. So they're alerted about this as well. So you have these three factions, kind of all going for Furiosa. Yeah. And uh, this this is kind of the this is where the, the kind of the crux of the movie starts off. Yeah, they they sh- What I think I think it starts because they shoot up a couple different multicolored
0: flares yeah a more morton joe's party shoots up a couple flares and then we see everybody kind of like cascade and once the flares go up then her second in command kind of realizes what's happening yeah um, as the as the parties are
1: closing down on them and he he once again like questions her about it yeah. and she just kind of dismisses him right um but it's a, it's a, it's at this moment what are you, what are you doing
0: Oh, uh, yeah, but that sounded good,
1: oh yeah, yeah look, look <laughs> Sorry. At that. I was just uh, making
0: sure everything was coming through all right
1: oh no, yeah it it sounds good. It sounds fine, <laughs> but yeah, as this is happening is is when because they're crossing into someone else's territory, you get yeah. to see another faction uh, and their their cars are so cool, mm. this like this this bandit faction. They're just covered in spikes. Yeah, it's like this. This it's like this old Volkswagen Dune Beetle just covered in spikes. Yeah, and rusty
0: metal spikes.
1: It's just so cool. And so they 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 start chasing after her as well. So you get you know, uh, Morton Joe chasing after her. You get <laughs> Bullet Farm and Gas Town converging on her. And then now you have another threat. Yeah, and this is all happening at the same time. And this is where you see like the first like bit of vehicle to vehicle combat. Yeah, and it's this again like all all of the vehicles were practical in this movie. Yeah, so they act, like they weren't going as fast as they they seem to be. Of course not. No. But it, like all the all the vehicles were were actually there, and like the the flips and stuff they were doing, and, and like the explosions were all real. Uh, which is just like when you're watching this movie and you thinking can about that, a you can tell, but b it just it just lends itself to the uh visceralness yeah. of of what you're seeing on taking place on screen uh and it, again it makes makes the action you know feel important um i think that's something that a lot of movies struggle with is yep. making the action feel important and you know look just do it for real yep. like actually blow some shit up yeah um so hey christopher nolan flipped
0: a semi truck <laughs> over for his movie <laughs> yeah. You could fucking do it too.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but it, yeah, this this really cool, you know, uh, vehicular combat going on. And it's enough to slow her down enough so that Morton Joe's you know party can can catch up to her. Uh, so you know she fights off a few of these these bandits, and then um, you know when Morton Joe like his his group catches up to her. Uh, they take out the rest of them, and then they're tasked with with ta- with stopping her. Yeah. Um, and this is where you know Nux kind of t- is because he's trying to get the attention of a Morton Joe. Kind of takes the lead. Yeah. Uh, by like you, all the vehicles are using nitrous oxide to like boost themselves, you yeah. know, forward and stuff. Uh, so he basically just like shoots way ahead of everybody else to get there before anyone else can, and uh, you know. Furiosa, after losing these bandits, now is faced with an even greater threat, looks and there's this giant sandstorm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Darude's sandstorm appears. Uh, no, this giant sandstorm. And it's not even just like a sandstorm. There's like... It's like an electrical sandstorm. Yeah. And there's, there's whirlwinds and it's yeah. just... Because it's, you know, what would happen (laughs) to a sandstorm after lots of nuclear radiation goes off and stuff like that. Uh, And it's a really incredible visual. Because you you go from this, like, very bright, sunny desert. To just this wall of, of sand Reds clouds
0: and browns and purples and yeah yeah, yeah. It's, and, and
1: so Furiosa, it's so dense there's so Every, dense. every single frame has so much she basically leads them into this and uh, hoping that they they don't call her bluff and and break off yeah um, and a few of them follow her in there and uh you, this is where like once you're in the sandstorm this is where you start seeing like the lightning yeah. going through it and that's where you get this really cool effect of like whenever lightning strikes everything goes black and white for a second yeah and it's not just like even regular black and white it's like really high contrast it, yeah. it's just like looks incredible looks very uh the and again that's another thing about this movie like while a lot of the effects are practical the visual effects they do use are good are done to such great effect. Yeah. And, and it's, it's almost like in contrast to the stuff that's, that's there mm. and it's all in, it's mostly like in um like colorization. Yeah. You know, a lot of the s- uh, visual effects are not like, you know, big, you know, sci-fi monsters and stuff. It's just like colors, color grading yeah. and doing interesting stuff with the the contrast and, and things like that to, to make it, you know, more exciting and that sort of thing. And, and it's, Color really, palette really cool. is
0: tremendously important to not just creating feel, but creating style. And in particular, when you're trying to do like a really stylized movie like this, it's important to kind of find your niche and they it may get the color palette right. Yeah. in basically every part of this movie,
1: right? It, it, you, you get a lot of orange and blue.
0: A lot of orange and blue,
1: and you know it, it's it. <laughs> there's there's something to that. Like there's actually a like there's actually a science to why orange and blue like are so um striking to to the human eye or whatever that's why you see most like movie trip most movie posters use orange and blue even if it's not that present in the movie it's one of the few ones i've seen where like they take the orange and blue effect and they put it in the movie yes (laughs) and it's it it works extremely well but i think it only works because it's such a heavily stylized movie anyway um but you get this great shot of like one of the the cars following her, getting like sucked up into one of the the vortexes yeah. and like spinning out of control and like blowing up. Yeah, and like four guys <laughs> fall onto the sand and get crushed underneath the yeah. It's it's, like an, it's incredible. It's incredible. Um, and so like Nux is 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 following her into this with <laughs> Max on the front of the car, uh, <laughs> and uh, he has the bright idea of like. Opening up all the gas lines in his in his car because uh, he's going to drive his car into it and, and blow it up witness um, me yeah witness me is, is the big thing yeah, um, yeah it's it's like it, it's a really,
0: like when you know you're about to do something for the greater good of the you know what I mean they
1: like they spray chrome paint on themselves yeah so that's, they can they can get high on it, yeah yeah, apparently uh that's based on a real thing oh. The, the, that's how george miller like came up with it uh apparently like people really do that to get a high uh mm. and it's yeah it's well I, I know i know like sniffing paint oh yeah is huffing like, paint's a real thing but like going all out and just like, like spraying spray painting like right in your mouth like that's Ugh. apparently a real thing <laughs> uh but yeah it's chrome chrome spray paint and you know they they use the terms shiny and chrome a lot yeah. to talk about things that are like kind of a, a like a higher standard of excellence. Yeah, it's shiny and chrome. Um, so again, it's like all inundated. You know, if you get your followers high enough, they'll follow you into anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's kind of how they they they're using that to like trick these people into going, you know, doing crazy stuff for them. Um, so, yeah, you get this this moment where he's, like, spray paints himself in the face, like, opens up all the gas lines in his car. And it, at this point, uh, Max has, like, broken himself off from the front of the car, and he's, like, trying to break his way into it um, to kind of stop him from blowing them both yes. up. Because <laughs> he, like, lights a flare in the car, and he's about to, about to do it. And then Max, like, knocks the flare out of his hand, and the car like spins out of control and crashes in the middle of the sandstorm, and then Furiosa gets away. Yeah. Um, and so like you see you see this happen, and like Max is basically knocked out cold because uh, he just got like thrown yeah. out of the vehicle fr- from here. And uh, like the very next scene, you you see him like just covered in sand, and it, uh, it's after the sandstorm has has subsided. Um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he like gets out of the vehicle and uh he he gets up and Knox is completely out yeah uh but he's still tied to him by the uh the chain the with chain a, with the with a syringe attached to it right right uh that's still carrying his blood to him yeah. um and so he ha- he like he finds a shotgun in the sand and I love this. I love this part because he, he could just blow the chain off. Yeah. But he goes right for where it's connected to his hand, to Knox's yeah. hand, and he goes to blow Knox's hand. Off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which just goes to show like how little like is this like a good little like good like character like information you know yeah. just to show how little he cares about other people basically. Yeah. Um, and so he goes to do this, and it, it, it isn't able to fire because it's just logged with sand. Yeah. Um. And uh, so he (laughs) just lifts, knocks up on his back, and (laughs) he takes the door off the car with him because it's, it's, like, attached to that still. Uh, He's dragging both of these, like, through the sand, and uh, you get to see he he walks up on where Furiosa has kind of parked the war rig. Yeah. And uh, you get to see basically the whole, you know, reason for for their escape. His uh, his breeders. Yeah, all the all the women, all, all the those. women, and the children. No, just just the women. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Uh, and and they're you know.
0: Star Wars references are the key to all of this because they're funnier <laughs> jokes than we've ever had before. If we can get them working,
1: <laughs> Oops, sorry, it's like poetry. It's <laughs> rhyme. Not just
0: poetry. It's like they rhyme.
1: Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and you get this really, like, ser- it's it's almost, like, set up to look like a mirage. Yeah. Because you have all this, this water coming out of, the, out of the war rig on the ground, and, uh, you know, you have these, these really just beautiful women standing there, uh, and they're all, like, sh- basically showering each other off because they just went through the sandstorm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And uh, this is where you get introduced to, to them, and you can see why, you know, they were trying to escape, because they're, yeah. they're all, like, really young women, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and, and obviously they've been taken from other places to get there, because they don't right. look at, like any of the other people that are there. Right. Um, okay. And so you, you kind of understand, like, why, not that you need much explanation of why they would need to be, like, taken away from there, yeah. but they clearly don't belong there in the first place. Right. Um, and so, like, this is also where you see, like, Furiosa, she just has her um, prosthetic hand, like, hanging up on one of the mirrors of the truck while she's doing other stuff. Yeah. Um, and you get this great scene where he, where Max walks up on, on them, and he is, like, aiming the shotgun at each yeah. of them and communicating through, like, grunts yeah. uh, or- what, he, what he wants them to do and, and stuff like that. And he eventually gets uh, the chain broken off And like while he's like trying to, well, he actually doesn't get the chain broken off. He eventually gets uh, the bolt cutters we're using to break off their like (laughs) chastity belts. Yeah, (laughs) which are just like really gross, grotesque. I mean, any chastity belts bad, but these are especially bad because they have like pointed teeth in the crotch, yeah, (laughs) just to discourage anyone from trying to get to Morton Joe's women. Yeah, Um, yeah, right. So they they're breaking these off with those, and so he gets he gets this and he's like trying to snap the the chain off, and he gets um, bombarded uh, by Furiosa, and you get this you get the, like a really good fight scene between Mad Max and Furiosa, um, and there's some really like clever stunt choreography in this as well. Like at one point, because um, like Nux eventually wakes up, yeah. at one point. They, like, use the chain and holding each other each other together, like, trip Furiosa as she's reaching for a gun and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it's just, like, this really intense, like, brutal fight scene between them. And it, it, I, I especially like the one part where, at one point, Max just stands up and, and while, like, all the breeders are, like, getting close to them to try to, like, pull him off uh, Furiosa. Mm. You, know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? No. Uh, like, he just turns around and growls at them. Yeah. And they all, like... Back up. Back up. It's just great. You get these little like moments interspersed with it that way, um, and it kind of culminates in you know Max eventually gets the gun away from Furiosa, and like what's in a just a really intense moment like he fires like three bullets like right next to her head in yeah. the sand, uh, just to <laughs> show that he's just not fucking around. Yeah. Um. And again, the sound design in this movie is great because those bullets sound. Really the, those good. gunshots sound really good, yeah. <laughs> really loud and like intimidating. Um, and and to further prove his point, you know, one of one of those breeders is like walking to the truck to like escape, and he shoots her in the leg. Yeah. just just grazes her leg yeah, a little just bit. Yeah, grazes it. Uh, but just to to prove how much he he's just not fucking around, um, and that kind of gets them to stop what they're doing, and and they eventually. Uh, relinquish control of the war rig to him. Yes. Uh, Yeah, so they, they relinquish control of the war rig to Max, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he starts driving off, and the the breeders are, are like, well, what are we going to do now? And, and she's just like, pick up everything you can and, and start walking.
0: Well, it's important to note that before all that, he he basically knocks Nux out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like he... Like, <laughs> He, because Nux is like, oh, you blood bag, you found him, you know, you've got, right. him, you got him, you know, he's about to like, uh, he's about to take over the war rig, and he's like, oh, blood bag, you found him. We he clearly can- doesn't understand whose side he, of Max is on. Right. <laughs> we can ask for anything you anything we want. What are you gonna ask for? And Max just fucking <laughs> yeah. cold cocks him right there in the sand.
1: Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. He starts driving off, and uh, is like, "Just pick up everything you can and 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 start walking." Yeah. Um. Because she knows that there is a uh a very specific starting order you need to enable. Yeah, she's got a
0: kill switch built into the engine.
1: Or else, yeah, or else it'll stop. You know, driving after you know a few minutes. Uh, so yeah, he he keeps going to the point where it stops
2: <laughs> there's monitor. a fly in here
1: oh i'll just smash that real quick just yeah, right just it on my monitor it, yeah that'll, that'll go real well <laughs> um what if i could do this it'll a little bother it, no, uh, it. No. no nothing all right fine whatever whatever fly <laughs> um yeah so he, he like drives to the point where it uh can't keep going anymore and um you just get this like, really funny moment where Furiosa just like walks right up to it, and she's like, "Yeah, I've got a kill switch uh, enabled, and let's see, <laughs> enable the very specific firing order." And, and <laughs> he's like, "All right, well, you can you can come along, but the rest of them have to stay here." And, yeah. and she's like, "Well, I'm not going up there, not." Yeah. And then you get this. You, you, he kind of looks back, and on the horizon, you just get the ever ever present. Yep. You know. Uh, field of of vehicles you know charging them
0: this is how you do a slow chase folks
1: yeah yeah uh you just get this ever-present you know threats of danger uh behind them and uh he basically has this like he, he understands that he only has a certain amount of time before they they catch up to him yeah and uh you know even furious furious also reiterates that she's like well you know there's about five minutes until they they, they catch up and you know what are they going to do with you mm-hmm. um and so, you know. Yeah,
0: she says something like, "You, you damaged one of his, one of his wives." Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, his favorite one. Yeah, you know, they're not going to treat you very well either, and and so that's that's enough to convince them to uh, you know go along with it, and uh, so they they all they all climb into the 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 cabin there, and then they they start heading off again, but it also gets this this really 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 great scene where Max like s- systematically goes throughout the cabin of the war rig and like takes all the guns out yeah. and puts them in a bag, uh, from like all the hiding spots. Yeah. It's just a really good, like fun scene. Like he knows. Yeah. He just knows where, where they're all at. There's yeah. like, there's not just like two or three, there's like seven guns yeah. <laughs> like, hidden <laughs> throughout the cabin of this truck, uh, which is great. Um, and so you just have this, this reluctant passenger on this journey, uh, cause he doesn't want to go there and he doesn't necessarily want to go where they're going, but he doesn't want to go back. Yeah. Um, and so they, they head off again and then you also see as they're, they're, they're moving, as they're moving forward, Knox has woken up and he, uh, he's climbed back on, onto the war rig. Yeah. Um, Oh wait, no, no he doesn't do that. No, he gets, he gets found by a Morton. That's through. right. Yeah. That happens. And he's
0: got a spoiler. That the... happens later. Yeah. Uh, He's got one of the um, like a like a piece of cloth from one of the wives.
1: Yeah, so you get that way that they know that you know, basically confirming what they knew already. Yeah, uh, that she took them and she's going with them, um, and so they you know they're they're heading off and this is where you get a little bit of expedition exp- exposition Ex- exposition for the expedition uh, where they basically d- explain like where they're they're going. Uh, They're going to the green place. Yes. Um, They're all heading towards this mystical green place. Um, And then you also get, you know, this moment where, uh, you know, Furiosa has kind of set up this, this treaty arrangement, you know, to, to buy their way through this passage. passage. Yeah. Um, And uh, you get this, this scene where she has to go through this um, canyon and uh the, the the gang that basically is in control of in it. control of it yeah she has to like barter with them to get through and uh she was supposed to be alone yes, but obviously uh she's being tailed by
0: you know several war parties
1: right right and then you get this 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 good like back and forth between her and the biker group that's that's in control of the canyon and uh you know she she tells Max, "It's like, you know, to stay in the cabin to to drive off, you know, if things go south." Yeah. Uh, and and she asks him his name, and he doesn't give it to her. And she's like, "All right, well, I'll just call you fool." Mm. Um, so if, <laughs> when, if when I yell when fool. I yell fool, drive. Um, and obviously things go south because you know <laughs> of yeah, course right. they do because uh, they're they're obviously not happy that they've got a, a large. Uh, party following them there, um, and so you know you get another great scene where, um, like, Max and Furiosa are are both like firing guns at this this group of angry uh, raiders yeah, trying to like biker biker guys like and, and you get, like again awesome stunt work where you have guys on bikes like jumping their bikes onto the yeah. semi truck and things like that. Uh, just again, just really good stunt work all the way around in this movie, um, but you also get this, this this like good like show of like hey they can work really well together yeah because they're both like basically coordinate like not even like it's it just happens that they they're like coordinating shots and things like that. Would the you right
0: say way. that they're both capable, Dan?
1: Yeah, they're very capable, <laughs> extremely capable very fighters. Capable. Yeah, uh, very good at what they do, and uh, yeah, he's this good like fun action scene where you have Max and Furiosa fighting side by side and you get bikes jumping onto trucks and yeah. explosions and then you get this like they, they kind of blow up part of the canyon at one point. To prevent and, and a
0: Morton Joe from moving.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just lots of chaotic action going on the whole time, which is a lot of fun. Um and they kinda get they kinda get their way out of there. Uh and and this is where um at this point that they have so at this point do they have the uh um the the bullet farm people like i think so trying to remember it's been a few days folks uh oh wait this because this is where they get stuck in the mud right yeah like basically right after they get out of this the
0: rig gets stuck in the mud and morton joe orders his war boys to clear out the canyon basically yeah so he can get through
1: Right, and, and this is where you have the uh the 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 guys from the bullet farm or have basically the guys from the bullet farm and the guys from uh, Gastown have have met up with the Morton Joe's yeah. uh people. And uh again, like they do a really great job of characterizing these crazy leaders of these, these cult like movements. Yeah. Um The guy from Gastown <laughs> has this like old timey like vest on, but it's (laughs) it's got holes cut out for the nipples. Yeah. He has nipple rings that are like chained together. Yeah. And like when he's talking to people, he's like twisting the the ring in his nipple. It's just like really weird. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like you you understand everything about his character just from that one strange trait. Yeah. Um and then the guy from the 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 bullet farm, he's missing all his teeth but he's replaced them with bullets. Yeah. <laughs> and at one point he like takes a bullet out of his mouth and loads it into loads the gun. It, yeah. It's just like holy shit like he basically he, he looks like a like a 70s rock star basically. Yeah. Uh, people
0: uh, are fucking around.
1: Yeah, it's it's great. So you just get these this really crazy weird dynamic between these three leaders of these
0: uh groups. So I, they're not stuck in the mud yet because we have to see the big, we have to see Nux's big scene, his big failure.
1: Oh right, yeah, yeah.
0: If I remember correctly,
1: no, you're right, yeah, because that happens. So there's, they're still chasing them through the desert. Yes, uh, as, as he do. And uh, because a
0: Morton Joe, after he finds the, you know what I mean, like, um, after he shows a Morton Joe the like the little piece of fabric, Morton Joe orders him onto his onto his rig, basically. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and has him ride with him. And as they're chasing down uh, Max and Furiosa and the... Uh, I'm not going to call them breeders because that's so fucking Yeah, I know. I, I, uh, he's chasing down his wives. It's supposed to make you uncomfortable. That's right. the whole point. But it's just, you know. Um, but uh, he's, he chromes him. He sprays him on the mouth. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he hands him a, a 45. And he says, "If if you, how does he say, it? if you kill her and stop the stop the rig, I will carry you myself uh, through the gates of Valhalla." And he sprays the chrome in his mouth. Yeah, and uh, and then Nux fucks up royally.
1: Yeah, so they're they're like <laughs> si- they're, they're they're right alongside side side with the rig. Yeah. yeah, and he he attempts to jump from uh, Morton Joe's car onto the rig and, and drops the gun he, he like he his foot gets caught in the chain or something like that and it like yeah. it's it stops him from getting all the way there and then he drops the gun oof. and he kind of like falls off the side of it and uh you just hear Morton joe say mediocre and then yeah. just keep driving mediocre off, uh Ugh. which which is just like oof, yeah bigger ouch so he he goes from you know being appointed by a Morton Joe to be carried into Valhalla yep. to mediocre in like five seconds Oof. flat. Uh, and it's just like a, 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 real, a real bummer for, for, for old Nux. Yeah. Uh, who who kind of up to this point had been very zealous and, uh, you know, on board with, obviously on board with what they were doing, of course, but, um, you know, the whole way he's not wavering in his belief at all. And now he's just like alone. Face first in the dirt, yeah, and, and kind of being told he's not, you know, worth because they, they just drive off without him, they just yeah. leave him there. Um, and so, you know, that's that's when they get, uh, you know, stuck in the, the mud, Yep. Um, but they all get stuck in the mud, basically. It's like none of them can keep going, right? Um, and and so this is when this is when Nux like shows up,
0: he sneaks his way onto the rig,
1: yeah, 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 and basically, um convinces them to let him help them
0: yeah they're they're i think they're trying to cool the engine down if i remember correctly yeah they're like they're like hosing it down with water because it's overheating and they stop and one of the one of the wives goes to the back to repair something and she stumbles across him and he's like basically curled up in the fetal position on the back of this rig right like just super disappointed in himself
1: yeah, and that's where you, you see, you know, one of the, the women, like, basically, you know, befriending him. Yeah. Because she, she just takes pity on him, you know, because yeah. he's a... He, he's, he's pitiful. He's very pitiful, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and you get this, this this good little relationship that forms between these two, this very unlikely relationship between these two. Um, and, and so they, you know, she basically helps convince them to, to let him help them out. Yeah. Uh, and you get this really funny moment when they do get uh caught in the, the mud um there's this like dead tree yep off the side the only tree in this movie <laughs> well not this, the only one couple, yeah, yeah right that you see for a long time at least um and uh so <laughs> um he like points to it and he's like hey we can pull the rig out by tying it to that thing yeah and because <laughs> he's never he's probably he's never, never seen, seen a tree, tree before, before. Yeah. yeah uh and and one of the the girls correct something. It's like, that thing is called a tree. It's like, yeah, the, the tree thing. Yeah. Uh, which is again, it's just a little fun little bit of world building to just kind of throw in there. Um, and, and so, you know, once again, you have this, this race against time of them trying to pull the war rig out of this mud and they're being chased down by, uh, the guy from the, the bullet farm. Cause he has a vehicle with like tank treads on it Yeah. and it can traverse this, this landscape anyway. Um, and again, this, you get this really like great moment where you get to see this guy and all, all his glory, just two SMGs, yep. a kimbo, just like firing brr, him brr, off in the air. Brr, yep. And then you get this great, yeah, you get this great moment. He's like firing off the shots like in time with the music that's that's playing in the background, which yep. is just great. Um, and it, it's it starts like storm, like it the, starts storm clouds and stuff like that going on. Uh, it's just a really crazy visual. And this guy is just absolutely insane. Yeah. Important um, to note, it's in the
0: dark. They're, like,
1: stuck in the mud in the
0: dark. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's got this gigantic spotlight. Um, so as they're, like, winching to the tree to try and pull the rig out, um, m- you know, they they have the bullet farm guy with this gigantic spotlight. And he's just firing SMGs into the sand.
1: Yeah, he's um, just, just you know, full of bravado. And, uh, yeah. you know, he's he's... He, he, he knows he has the upper hand here, and he's mm-hmm. just going all in on it. We
0: get my favorite character moment in the whole movie, which is, like, Max takes a shot with a sniper rifle. Like, he's got, he's got this scoped rifle.
1: Yeah, they, they, so they, they use it earlier to, to help fight off the bikers. Yeah. Um, and, and while they're, they're driving away, they're, they count the bolts they have left. So they only have three rounds left for this this sniper rifle. Yeah. Which is important to note here. Yes. Uh,
0: Max misses twice, if I remember correctly.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, he fires once, and then uh, one of the the women in the back she's like, "That's there's two left." Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. just very condescendingly, because mm-hmm. uh, even though he's kind of been helping them throughout this, they still don't trust him or like him right. at all. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So he he misses twice, and then we see this thing where Furiosa kind of just like crawls right over his shoulder as he's got the the weapon. He's, first of all, he's, he's he's looking down the site to aim the third shot. He's trying to shoot the light out. Yeah. Um, And she just kind of like hovers. I'm, I'm trying to do it in my seat here. <laughs> she just kind of like hovers over his shoulder. And just like, he just very slowly raises the rifle and hands it back to her. Yeah. And yeah. then she uses his shoulder as as leverage and fires a shot. Oh, before she shoots, she's like, don't breathe. Don't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> and she fires the shot and it's a bullseye just right under the spotlight in the hot glass this fires up and blinds the
1: town leader.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah which is really cool and really gross more violence please
1: oh yeah well, this is uh <laughs> yeah this is definitely the more violence please movie of the year um, but yeah it's it's yeah it's great cuz he he gets blinded and you get this really great moment immediately after, yeah, where they're holding a flare up in front of his eyes, he's like, no, please, hold the flare up in front of me. We are. It's like, oh my it's it's right in front of your face, and he's like, he just starts screaming, he's like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> brr, brr. yeah, and then he just fucking faces it and keeps going,
1: yeah, <laughs> like yeah, a we're psycho. Just, just in, yeah, he's just an insane person. Uh, <laughs> And like they, they finally get the the war rig pulled out of the mud. Yeah. But the engine's still overheating. Uh. But they have they they you know, have to get it to dry ground, and you know the they're still being chased after with these guys, and uh you know Max makes basically makes the decision. It's like hey, you know get it to dry ground and and let the engines cool off. Yeah. And if I don't come back, just keep going. Yeah. Um. And he takes <laughs> like a machete. And just walks through the desert to go face these guys, and um, you know it's 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 cloudy and it's at night, so you don't actually get to see what happens. Yeah, he disappears. He disappears into the night, and then you see like you hear a couple shots. you hear shots. a couple shots, and you see an explosion. Yeah, and then like a minute later, you see a silhouette like walking through the through the um, through the night towards them. And, uh, the whole time, like, Furiosa has a gun trained on him until she realizes it's Max. Yeah. And he walks up, and he's just covered in blood. Yeah. And he also has a bunch of bullets with him and guns and stuff like that yep. that they need to keep, to keep going. Um. And, and then he washes himself off with boob milk. Yeah. He, so he, like, <laughs> he, he pulls over the side of the, the war rig where there's a bucket, and he's like, What is this? What is this? And someone's like, Mother's Milk. And he's just like, whatever. Whatever. And just, like, starts, just, like, washing his face yep. off with it. And, uh one of the, one of the girls is like, are you hurt? Mm-hmm. And, uh, just kind of coldly, uh, furious is just says that's not his blood. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, it's, it's, I, I love scenes like this in movies where you, you really get to see how badass someone is yeah. without having to necessarily see it. I think this is a good moment yeah. of like, you know, you, you know what happened without having right. to, to show it. Um, just how ruthlessly efficient he is. Yeah. Um, but you know he does it so that they can escape. Like this maybe is the the first like real moment of selflessness that he he kind yeah. of does in the whole movie. Because again he, he he tells them it's like hey look if I don't come back just keep going yeah. Um, And you kind of question his motivations because, you know, maybe he's doing it so they can escape, but also maybe he's doing it just because he wants to kill these guys. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's a theme,
0: especially in the later Mad Max movies, is him kind of reluctantly going along with this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was a good guy and now he's just a guy um, as it progresses, but he's still got that good side in him.
1: Well, yeah, because he's he's ultimately just trying to survive. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, And so... They kind of just, they all just don't talk to him, right? <laughs> and uh, they they start driving off, and uh, as we're as we're driving through the night, you get this really eerie shot of you know these these people in like stilts, like yeah going through the the swamp that is there now with all these crows yeah uh it's just like this one like throwaway shot but it's like it's really yeah it's really really creepy creepy effective yeah again like you're just like man what happened here um and uh so they 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 roll through and you know this is where you get a little bit more of like so so does this does this uh green place actually exist you know how do we know this is a real place and uh, that's when he learned that Furiosa was born there. Yeah. And she was taken from there as a child, which is why she wants to go back. But she also wants to take these, you know, kidnapped women back with her because she was also kidnapped as a child as well. Yeah. Um, so as they're ex- kind of explaining this, they, they she kind of explains that they're, they're going to be able to meet up with uh, people when they get there. And then they, they roll up and there's this, um, this really great, like, Moment where you have this, um, like watchtower basically, yeah, and uh, a woman set up as bait, yeah, (laughs) like in the watchtower. She's
0: like she's completely naked and she's screaming in the top of this watchtower, like, "Help me, help me!" They're gonna come back. They're gonna come back. Yeah. And Max looks up and goes, "That's bait." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like knows right away. Right. Um. Yeah, because it is. I mean, it is pretty. Like, (laughs) it's pretty obvious what's going on there
2: yeah uh, is
0: like yeah that's bait that's bait um so uh furiosa gets out uh and she basically calls out like h- i can't remember what she says to she, get, she
1: basically explains like you know she is i'm so-and-so so-and-so, from and clan, so and so so and such and such yeah my mother was whoever <laughs>
0: my mother was whatever <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but it, yeah so it's 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 like oh okay so this is it's furiosa's back furiosa's back yeah uh, and she like quickly puts on this this uh like burlap sack of a yeah. robe and like climbs down the tower and then that's when all the the people that were hiding to ambush yeah. whoever would take the bait come out and it's all these these women that have been there uh, just surviving out there on their own for that long um, and they all know Furiosa you know because you know that's where she came from yeah and uh, this is when you learn that the what was the green place is now the Not swamp green yeah. So that, that swamp they got stuck in was the Green Place. Yep. And uh, now it's not anymore. Yep. Um, which, again, is just like really like – I think it's a really interesting decision on on the part of the of the writing. Yeah. Um, you know, to kind of turn the movie on its head. This this place that you've been looking for this whole time. And it's not an un- uncommon trope that – you know the, uh, you know the this, the land of milk and honey turns out not being what you think it is. Yeah. Um, but for it to be this this much of a difference, where it's just like, oh man, it's just gone. Yeah. Uh, is this a really interesting idea? And I I think you know, obviously done really well in this movie. Um, but then you you kind of get them like trying to figure out like, all right, well, what are we going to do now? You know, yeah. we, we, we went all this way. We risked this much to get here. What are we going to do now? And, and, and you know, do you get the, the, the women that were formerly of the green place just kind of being like, well, I mean, you can, you can just stay out here with us and, and be nomadic and survive. And you, yeah. you escaped, you know, you went, you went this far away, you know, you can just keep going and, and surviving
0: well at one point they they make the decision like they're gonna drive as f- basically to the coast they're just gonna keep driving yeah that's
1: that's kind of their their best option is just to keep going yeah we see the one old woman who's still carrying around seeds yeah what
0: was what's left of the green place basically
1: yeah basically they just they, they, they think that if they just keep going they'll find somewhere that's that's hospitable yeah
0: um
1: she keeps planting seeds along the way that you know what i mean right um, and, and so, you know, so basically thanks Max for, for getting, getting them this far. Says you're welcome to come along if you want. Yeah. And he, and, and so like he, they give him a bike mm. and they kind of go their separate ways. And then, uh, he turns around and comes back. Yeah. And, uh, he kind of stops them where they're going and he's like, you know what, you know, you can keep going that way, but I'm telling you, it's all, it's all dead. There's nothing there. There's nothing yeah. there. Um, and he pulls out a map and he points to, Uh, They call it the citadel. Yeah. And he points to it. It's like, this is where we have to go. Hmm. We have to go back there. Uh, Because if we go back there and uh, Morton Joe isn't there, we can take it back. Yeah. Um, Because there's water there. You know, we can, we can, we know there's water.
0: We know there's green stuff
1: and it's a big risk, but it's a, it's a much, much safer risk than just traveling miles and miles into the desert with the the hope of, of finding something else. Right um and again like i think it's a really interesting decision to make it's like turning around and going back to the place you you were running from yeah uh is this a really cool idea uh and it, it it makes perfect sense too yeah um and this is where you, you they kind of like you know suit up again and and get everyone ready to 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 take take everything back yep um and they climb back into the war rig and we get the crescendo. Yeah, yeah, you you really do. It all all like builds back up to this, and um, it it's, it just leads with them like going. Like the the biggest thing is like you get another like excellent you know vehicular combat scene. This is this this is maybe the, the, the obviously the best fight scene I think in the entire movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it goes on for like twenty minutes. It seems like yeah. Uh, just just you get to see everything coming together. You see, um, you know the the fighting forces from. Gas Town and and the Bullet Farm and everyone like all their different unique vehicles. Yeah. Um, it's it's I think it's the Gas Town uh, guys who were like they had these big like pendulums yeah. on top of their cars that like swinging back and forth to um, you know they kind of like successfully kidnap one of the the girls from the War Rig at one yeah. point. Um, it, it's really hard to talk about this this this. This scene because it's it's mostly just action. This is one of those where you just kind of yeah. have to watch it. Well, I, they kidnapped the pregnant one, if I remember correctly, right? Um,
0: no, because oh wait, we forgot to mention that part. Yeah, I'm say that's it's tough with these with
1: action movies because they just they move so fast. This is definitely a movie that moves quickly as well. Yeah. Um, this the, we we totally skipped this part. This was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. This is before even Nux jumped onto the. Uh, the war rig.
0: Yeah. The, the 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 one pregnant wife is basically kidnapped back and they and gets run over basically. Well,
1: she she never actually gets kidnapped back. They they try to unsuccessfully. Yeah.
0: Um, and she falls.
1: Right, right. Uh, so she actually puts herself in front. So like they're they're being chased side by side. Oh th- yeah, this is how this is what leads up to Nux trying to jump on yep. to the war rig in the first Sorry, place. Sorry guys. Yeah, uh, so yeah, when they're side by side with the war rig, you know, um, Morinjo Joe's using that forty-five pistol to like shoot at um, Furiosa, Furiosa in, in the you know in the cabin, and he's he's like lines up a shot, and his his favorite wife, you know, opens the door, swings out in front of it. And just like puts herself in between Fiosa and yeah. and the gun, so he can't shoot her. Um, which is just a really you know great moment yeah. in the movie. Um, and because she's 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 the one who's like very pregnant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like she's in, that's what he sends Nux back to do. Yeah, yeah, that's when he sends Let's Nux back to do that. And when he falls off, he's like, all right, well, I got to do this myself. And then he pulls up on the other side. And, uh, you know, she... She gets fucking murked. She gets fucking murked. She, <laughs> she, it's, it's, a, it's a really crazy moment, because she, like, falls... She, like, jumps... Again, jumps in front, like, using her body to protect them from, from getting killed. And sh- they, like, hit a bump in the road, and she slips. Yeah. But she, like, pulls herself back into the... Like, up on the vehicle. And you get this great moment where uh, Max looks back at her... And uh, realizes she didn't fall, and he gives her a little bit, little thumbs up. Yeah. And then she slips and falls for real. Yeah. And that, like, Immortan Joe runs her over with his car. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, that's that's when. You that's know, why he stops. That's why he stops. Yeah. yeah. But sorry, everybody, we completely missed that. It's okay. It's an action like, movie. Pivotal talking. moment. In, like, it's a yeah. pivotal moment in the that's movie. Right. Uh, we completely blew over it, and I'm really sorry. That's okay. We're tired. It's all right. It happens. Like I said, we recorded Like we both work today. Yeah. Uh, we're both a little, little out of it. But you know, this is the sacrifice we make for you guys. It's what we do. It's what we do for you. Um,
2: but anyway, anyway, back to the crescendo. Yeah. So the pregnant
1: um, one's dead by this
2: point. <laughs> yes. Um.
1: Uh, but yeah, like during this action scene, they like pull one of them out of it and put it in in a Morton Joe's vehicle. Yeah. Um, so she's kidnapped now. And, like, a bunch of the, the women that were, like, helping them es- escape get killed. Um, and Including
0: get, the seed lady.
1: Yeah, including the seed lady. She gets <laughs> fucking chainsawed in the neck. Yeah. And it's just fucking brutal. Because uh, it's, it's one of those where, like, she gets hit in the neck with a chainsaw, but she's not completely dead yet. No, no. <laughs> and, like, you just get this moment where she's, like, clinging on to life. Yeah. it's it's crazy this this is a crazy scene in this movie uh, but this is basically where you see like max like being a one-man wrecking crew for yes. most of it like jumping from car to car and like he he uh um he kills the uh gas town guy uh in this this scene as well um and so and he also kills the <laughs> also kills the guitar guy as well yes. uh bum, 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 bum. again it's just it's just great because you get to see him just go through and and, and and just be a, a fucking badass through this whole scene um but the stakes are really high because you know a lot of the the lot of the people on the good guys get killed in this scene uh but overall it's just a really intense action scene again you probably aren't listening to this if you haven't seen this movie. Yeah. So you know how good the scene is. You get it. I, I just—I have nothing else to say, but it's an incredible action scene. Yes. Excellently yeah. shot. Excellently choreographed. Again, almost everything done practically. And it's just really, really impressive. Like, the one shot that blows my mind is that at one point, you know, Max has gotten onto one of those pendulum things. So you kind of get, like, the point of view shot where he's, like, swinging, swinging on the pendulum over top of, like, this structure that's raining. And it's just chaos. And you kind of just like are like, oh shit! Like this is what's going on around it, um, and it, it's just it's just a really awesome awesome scene. And it leads with them like heading into the canyon where they were at, in, in like the first third of the movie, um, and so like uh, one of the girls basically uh, uses herself as bait to get onto a more Joe's car. Yep. Um, and Furiosa is she's like basically being a distraction because Furiosa's also like making her way onto uh Morton Joe's car. Uh, she lets Nux drive the, the War rig at this moment, um, so that she can she can go in there and, you know, kill Morton Joe. Um, and so this is happening. So they're distracted because the one girl is trying to get onto a Morton Joe's car by trying to Ugh. pretend like she's, she's coming gi- back to him. coming back, giving giving herself up to it, which she has a moment earlier in the movie where she is, is trying to do this, but for real. Uh, so you're not really sure if she, if, if she's doing it for real or not, but you, right. you kind of later realize that she was doing it just to be a distraction so that, um, Puroza could like sneak her way on there and you get, uh, like the the whole way through uh Morton Joe's been like his his right hand man is like this really like big, like muscly guy, mm-hmm. uh who's his son, but yeah. he's he's also he also has like a breathing tube in his, his, his nose. Yep. Uh, but he also, he has like big oxygen tanks on his back. Big dumb lummocks. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Essentially that's, that's what, that's what he is. As, like after, uh, a the, big dumb disabled lummox. Basically. Yeah. After the, uh, when, when the pregnant one gets killed, I just got hit in the head with a fly. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Um, he like, he's like pissed off. So he's just, he's holding a mini gun. Like it's nothing. Just shooting it in the air. So yeah. you, you kind of get the impression of how strong this guy is. Um, and so, like, he's the one who's like trying to pull this 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 girl back onto the Morten Joe's car. Um, and once he realizes it's it was a a it was deception, mm-hmm. um, because she gets onto the she's on the hood. She's on the hood of the war rig. And he he pulls her onto uh, Morten Joe's car, and then he like sees Mad Max there and cause he, he goes to go into the car and pull another one out and Mad Max is there and they have like a, they have a little, 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 uh, little
2: fisticuffs, little
1: fisticuffs, um, little dust up. Um, and like <laughs> Mad Max like pulls one of the breathing tubes out from the back and he gets shot by like the one, like woman who's still left alive, uh, there. And, uh, you know, basically, uh, they all get they all make their way actually onto uh Immortan Joe's car, but not before um Furiosa basically chains uh Immortan Joe's mask, mask, yeah, to the um drivetrain of the car he's driving. She uses her prosthetic arm to do this, yeah. which is just really awesome. Uh, and it just rips his face right off. Yep. Uh, and it's, it's brutal. Like, yeah. there's, there's blood everywhere. Um, yeah, it's gross and I love it. Like, it's great. Cause it, you, again, like you don't like this guy at all. Like no, they do a really a, good job. of, establishing of that You don't want, you don't like this guy at all. Yeah. Uh, so when you see like the bad guy just gets, th- get their face ripped off. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're making a movie and your bad guy gets his face ripped off, I'm, I'm, I'm on board.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, Hey, we should watch Face Off 2.
0: <laughs> I love that movie. Face Off Two? Face Off Two. Even more
1: Face Off. Two Face Two Off. <laughs> um And yeah, it's like just, this this great moment that he's like, he's dead, he's dead. And and like I what I noticed when I watched this again, uh this last time was um they they have this this triumphant scene where the, the bad guy is dead but, like, we're in, 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 in most movies, it would be, like, this still moment where, like, nothing else is going on. It's in the middle of this car chase still. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you still get this, like, the triumphant music of them killing the, the, the villain. But it's still in the middle of this big car chase. Yeah. And it's not over yet. Because, you know, the, the big dumb lummox um, is still, like, fighting Max. <laughs> the dumbmox. The dumbmox. Uh, he's still fighting Max. He's still trying to kidnap the the rest of the the, the girls from the the war rig, um, but they've all made their way over to Morton Joe's car at this point. Yeah, so they're all on there, and um, even Max has made his way back onto there. And the the big guy is like trying to get on under there, and uh, es- essentially they you know, Nux told the the one girl that he that they had kind of like a a close relationship with the whole time that you know, as as soon as that you're you're your crossover there, I, I'll 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 stop on the, the gas and like let it coast and I'll I'll join you over there. Yeah. Uh but as soon as she's on on the car, he hits the brakes and uh stops it from going. And at this point, the big guy rips the the top of the engine yeah, just... off the war rig <laughs> yeah because he's so pissed off that his dad's dead. Uh, just rips it off the top of the war rig and he's just like holding it above his head and everything's on fire. And uh, Nux is just like, well, there's nothing else I can do. And just witness me. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. He, he points, he points, and he just says, witness me. And uh, just whips the the wheel around yeah. and you get this awesome shot of the war rig flipping, Jack- just, jackknifing and, just flipping. jackknifing and flipping over in yeah. slow motion. And just like, because everything else was behind them in this chase Boom. they all get piled up together in this huge ex- huge explosion that blocks off the canyon again and all of our heroes are riding free yeah. in the the in the villain's car uh which is great um but furiosa's got like seriously injured in this yeah. fight uh and and so you get this this nice little like full circle moment where you know max has to give her a blood transfusion so that she can survive yeah and uh he it's it's great you kind of get you really get i don't know if you noticed earlier he keeps like the um the surgical tubing with him the whole time like bundled up in his jacket because he's he's a survivor so he just keeps everything that's of use to him yeah um and so he uses this again to give her the blood transfusion and it's a nice little full circle moment
0: um and he tells her his name is max
1: yeah yeah he's like max my name's my name's max uh, which is just a nice little little thing where he's like, oh, maybe he's not crazy anymore. Yeah, um, he's just a little unwell. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, know,
0: right now you can't tell.
1: <laughs> and yeah, they they drive the uh, mm. Joe's car back into and the corpse.
2: They drive well, the sk-
1: it's it's covered up yeah. on top of it. They drive it into the into the citadel. Yeah, and they just they like reveal it on the hood, and it's yeah. it's great because like by this point. It's like Warren Joe is already a pale guy yeah. but like you can see like all the blood has been like yeah. removed from his, his skin or whatever it's just like it's that point where it's like it's white but it's like turning blue and it's really gross <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah he's just been sitting in the hot sun yeah
1: yeah
2: and so it's like raining. you know you get,
1: and then you get like this little nice little happy ending where everyone's, everyone's yep. cheering and, and it's all good and uh and then keeping with Mad Max theme yeah, so uh, obviously they kind of hail Furiosa as as you know a as a the hero, the savior, and, and she the,
0: opens up the Watergate and
1: yeah, Watergate. She opens the Watergate. So they they like lift up the the vehicle you know up on the the chain there, um, and she, Furiosa looks back into the crowd and you just see Max you know making his way out of the crowd. Uh, not joining them, but like heading back out on his own. Yep. Um, the common theme with uh, Mad Max movies. His work here is
0: done. His work here is done. Uh, so it's, like it's either people are leaving Mad Max behind, or he's choosing to stay behind to do his own thing.
1: Well, yeah, because even though he he's come a long way in this movie, yeah. you you obviously get the sense that he 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 can't be in a normal society. No. He, um, he he kind of he's too far gone. Yeah. And and while he can definitely be useful, like you see a couple times in this movie where his his bloodlust and and craziness uh you know kind of rear their ugly head and it, it scares the people around him um cuz you <laughs> know that that scene we talked about earlier where he when he goes and he kills the the guys from the the, the bullet farm you know when he's walking back it's not like a her- heroic moment it's like a oh shit this guy's kind of a monster yeah. you know sort of thing so um yeah it's 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 a really it's a really bittersweet ending but it, it, it suits all the characters well and yeah. it kind of wraps it up a nice nice bow um yeah i know i feel like we skipped over a lot of stuff but again it's, it's kind of hard to talk about action now. right uh it, 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 there's so much cool stuff that happens it's also not a bad thing that we
0: you know what i mean like people don't want to hear us like shot by shot you know what i mean <laughs> right but, right so it's it's okay i think you know
1: yeah it, it, it's it's again this is a movie you have to see. You know, yeah. I, I like talking about it because it's it's, a, it's such an interesting film. You talk about a, a sequel that comes out such a long time after the original, yeah. uh, with a different cast, and the fact that it, it it a lot of people claim it to be the best film in the series. I agree. Yeah, um, I would agree. with Again, that. nominated for best picture mm-hmm. Oscar. Whether you know, I don't. I try not to place too much importance on the Oscars anymore, but. You know, usually yeah, no. if something gets nominated for best picture, it's it's at least good, yeah. <laughs> um, unless you're Crash, <laughs> uh, <yeah. Ugh. laughs> or that uh, or sideways, that, or that nine eleven movie. Oh yeah, uh, extremely loud and incredibly yeah, close. extremely boring and incredibly sad. <laughs> um, or it was, a, it was extremely boring and incredibly dull, or something like yeah. that. Um, yeah, stuff like that. But this is a good one, uh, and, and if you listen to this and somehow haven't watched it yet. Um, definitely watch it you should Um, once again I feel like this movie stands on it's own you don't have to see the other ones to understand what's going on here again
0: another theme with Mad Max movies don't need to know anything about them
1: yeah and and it's just it's just a really really good action movie but it's got it's got heart to it it's got a good story you get you know character redemption and and things like that Um, I will say there is talk about a Furiosa prequel movie happening at some point okay Uh, which you know I, I don't know I don't know if that's necessary. No, I don't either. Um, apparently, they're, they're not going to be making it with Charlie Theron, which mm-hmm. I'm not particularly excited about either. Yeah, but I, if, I was going to watch it until yeah. you said that. And but if, if George Miller is doing it, you know who, who knows? It could, yeah, it could we'll, good. We'll George it. Miller, uh, also famous for Babe. and oh, yeah. And Babe 2 in Pig the big city. The city.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, which, yeah, he's got one of the weirdest IMDb's to look at. You have, like... Oh, man, we gotta add Babe 2 to the list. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so you have, like, the first three Mad Max movies, yeah. and then he does, like... All this weird shit. He does yeah. Babe and a couple other kids' yeah. movies. Hey, Babe is great. I I agree. That's a solid movie. For I, a kids' movie, it's real good. That's a four-star movie that has
0: no right being a four-star
1: movie. <laughs> right, It's right. really good. <laughs> a movie about a talking pig that's yeah, actually good. It's yeah. really good. Um, so if you like Mad Max for your own, watch Babe. Watch Babe.
0: <laughs> they're very similar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're, they're very similar. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's uh, just really cool to get to see um you know george miller finally get to make the movie he's been trying to make for 30 years yes and for it to be as good as it as it was yeah uh really really cool and yeah it's a great flick highly recommend uh mad max for your road uh i don't know if this is the best episode we've done uh yeah, whatever who cares but We're I, I feel time. like you can't make a, a podcast about movie sequels and not talk about this movie no it's... um it's, it's I, I i enjoyed watching it again yeah i i i, do too. I, I probably watched it once every year at this point like since it came out it's, yeah. it's, it's my rotation now yeah because uh, it's just a, a, a good solid flick to put on when you're yep. you know feeling stressed out and you want to watch shit blow up yeah i don't know and who, who sounds good who doesn't who doesn't want that right now Yeah, curl up on the couch and, and 2020 and watch a movie about the, the end of the Hell world yeah. yeah here we go um but yeah, uh, do you have anything else to, to add here? Anything else that you, you feel like needs to be talked about? No, you should just go watch
0: this movie. It's, uh, it's yeah, worth
1: a watch. Yeah, I mean, every everybody, every actor is good in this movie, um, and it's a good story and, and well shot. And yeah, it's. Real I feel good. like
0: you and I don't have a review system.
1: We have a we have a watch, don't watch, or eh. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't. I, I think that, like, numbered and starred systems are, are inherently flawed. I agree. Because yeah. it's like, well, you said you really loved this movie, but you rated the same as this other movie Instead, It was just, like, whatever. Yeah, no, fuck that. Yeah, I, no. I, 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 I've, my, me personally, I would rather hear someone be like, yeah, go watch it, or, you know, you can skip this one, or, you know. Yeah. That's, that's, like, that's, that's the sort of rating scale that I like. I think you should watch this one. I think you should watch this one. There, there's a there's another uh, podcast I listen to, uh, the Weekly Planet podcast, and uh, they they their rating system is best movie ever or worst movie ever. Yeah, <laughs> just to play up like the people they kind of take things way too seriously, yeah. um, and, and and that's that's kind of a fun thing. I'm not going to crib that for this show, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I will I will just say like. I, I'll, I'll let you know when I, when I like something and recommend it. And if yeah. I don't, you know, I'll let you know that, too. Same. Yeah, I, and, think, I think you should watch it. It's worth a watch. Yeah, and I, I think this is uh, something that, you know, the only person I maybe wouldn't recommend sees this is if you're, like, really squeamish about, like, blood and guts and stuff. But, you know, shut the fuck up. And, and, yeah, and...
0: right. Also, shut up. <laughs> <just
1: watch it. laughs> yeah, man the fuck up. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, because, like, there's really no reason why you shouldn't watch this movie. Yeah. It, it, like, there's... I don't know who's gonna be bored by this, no uh I think it has a little bit of, there's no romance in it, but that's like the only thing no. it, it lacks. It's not maybe there's a couple of funny moments, but you don't really need romance in this movie, no, it was just getting away yeah yeah it, it's 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 just like but it's it's such a good action movie, it's a good story, I think it's really refreshing that we don't
0: get any fucking romance in. It. So it's so it's just fucking shoehorned <laughs> into everything all the time. Yeah. So I used to see a movie about uh, cars and guts and music and you know.
1: Yeah, but it's, like it it has a, a strong female lead and, and yeah. strong female characters and and it's and Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah. a strong female lead. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's 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 just a really good movie. I think everyone can enjoy it. Uh, and yeah, go watch Mad Max for your own. Um. But yeah, that's that's kind of the end of this episode. Yeah. Uh, next week we'll be we'll definitely get to Godfather Part Two. Yeah, um, for sure. I am r- really excited to watch it. When Me I watched the, like the fir- the opening credits this time, I was I was like really excited. So I really hope that nobody steals it again. Yep. Um, Hopefully I get these bandages off by then. <laughs> hope so. Yeah, because that I, I'm I actually wanna, concerned. Want to be able to eat some one popcorn? Is bleeding a little bit on my carpet. And oh, uh,
0: yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. It does so, that.
1: I'm gonna talk to you about that later. Uh but yeah for for uh now uh yeah next week we're going to watch Godfather Part 2. Um after that, let's uh let's keep this like summer blockbuster theme going and yeah, we're going to watch Aliens. Oh hell yeah. So Godfather Part 2 and then Aliens. Uh which again, I hadn't seen I've never seen it.
0: I've never seen it either. Everybody's going to go, "What? Are what? you fucking are kidding?" Are you me? fucking
1: kidding me? Yeah, no. So I've <laughs> seen
0: so these movies are really similar to Terminator in from what I understand. In that, um, like the original is very obviously space horror, um, and there's still elements of that in Aliens, uh, but I think it is a little more action oriented. But so, we're going to find out. Yeah. I so
1: guess. In, in the yeah. So after next week's episode where we talk about Godfather Part Two, uh, get ready for Aliens. Yes. And uh, until then, I've been Dan. I've been Chris, and this has been Sequelize This. You guys have a good week, weekend, and enjoy the rest of your life. Enjoy. And uh, yeah. And, you know, yeah, show, whatever you do, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, whatever you do, do it well. Or, or not. I'm not going to tell you what to do. No, don't.
0: Well, actually do it, since he wants you to.
1: Wait, what? 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 Are we, are we so-